Welcome to the Fish Fry. We're coming at you every Friday. My name's Courtney, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric. We are the two co-founders of Sourfish Events. Last week's episode was all about dusting off the old running shoes and getting outside for some spring training. We gave some of our own tips on how not to injure yourself while getting into the spring routine and looking ahead to what we're most excited about during the warmer months. I also spoke about my newfound pregnancy workout routine. So check out episode two of season two for that. This week, we have an offbeat topic called our nomadic lifestyle. We use heavy air quotes around that, which we'll explain as we go along. We're sharing our personal story of moving around over the last 10 years, how Sourfish has evolved along the way, where we're at now, our travel schedule for the events, and why we yearn to travel so much when we're not working. If you're interested in all things nomad life, tune in for our version of it. All right. This is going to be a fun, offbeat topic. I think we should first talk about why we came up with this topic. We didn't come up with this topic. Yes, but so why... Shout out to Kara, my roommate after college. I was talking to her and was just like, what should we talk about? And she, she said this, because... Let's be frank, a lot of our friends find us a little weird for what we do. Yeah, we're kind of, you know, we, we have ideas of what we want to talk about um, week to week. And sometimes we run, uh, you know, informal polls with our friends and like, hey, like, what should we talk about this yeah. week? Um, so Kara today said, you know, what about talking about how you guys, what, what, what did she say exactly? She like, said how- like how we've moved and like where, where we are and how we've moved and all of that over the past several years yeah so we thought we people have said this to us before that we travel a lot that we move a lot this and that and it's something that we've never really noticed about ourselves like we've never considered it like a thing but people say it to us enough that it's kind of like okay i guess it's a thing and i guess it's a topic (laughs) that we can talk about because there are a lot of nomadic people out there that are much more nomadic than us absolutely <laughs> um i always think of people that are like you know they travel the globe and they're living from airbnb to airbnb yeah type thing so ours is definitely a little different but um yeah we have a you know when i was writing the show notes today i was like well i guess we really do move around a lot and by that i mean whether we're driving to an event or going on you know a trip doing yeah. a site visit or like we're, we're actually moving we're a company that is very remote but also isn't at the same time right so i think as we get started we kind of touched on it right away like what do we mean by nomadic lifestyle i think in general it does mean just someone that's you know away from home a lot is yeah. what i would say you know my definition of it is if, and I, if like someone people have asked me like how many days a year do you think you spend away from home. And I really don't, like in a normal year, not 2020, like in a normal year, how many days, I don't know, I'd say probably like. A third of the year we're not home? Not home or at home? Not home. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe a little more. I think everything that we talk about during this podcast, this is all in the lens of 2019 and prior. Because frankly, the past year, as most people have, 
you know, it's just, it's a, it was a different year. Yeah. So we did still get around a lot over the past year, but we're not going to really talk about like that because especially before March. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why, you know, that's why we're talking about it now is because yeah. people have always said that about us. So let's kind of dive into a timeline of probably the biggest thing our close friends and family talk about is how much we move. Okay, so I don't feel like we moved that much. Um, <laughs> we lived in Ohio. We both grew up in Ohio and went to school in Ohio. Um, and so, I mean, I moved to Columbus after college. You were still there for college. And then in 2011, we moved to Chicago because I had an internship here. So that we can consider that move number one from okay. Ohio right after graduation to Chicago to kick off our careers yeah. was 2011. That was move number one. So we moved to Chicago. You had the internship. Mm-hmm. I worked a variety of jobs. Yeah. And that's kind of when we started Sour, well, at the time, Riff Raff Productions, but ultimately yeah. the company it is now, Sourfish. Um, that's when we had that idea. So as we lived in Chicago that first year, what happened? We had the idea to start this, and we had no money, so we decided to move into your dad's basement. Back in Ohio. Back in Ohio. So, so move, move two. Yeah, move number two. We moved from Chicago back to Ohio, and that was, you know, again, we, we did that on purpose because we wanted to get the company off the ground, save some cash, have the support of our family. There's literally no way I think that we could have gotten it off the ground how we did like without having a job like i mean right. we had we worked at a pizza shop in ohio i don't think i mean i i wouldn't have been able to do that here no because chicago is a very expensive city and especially when you're just getting out of college you know you don't have that much experience you definitely don't have any money saved up yeah. um, and then trying to reinvest all your money back into the business we could not do that if we were paying a Chicago rent and Chicago prices. Yeah, luckily we didn't have to pay rent to your dad. <laughs> right. Um, but the idea the whole time was we weren't moving back to Ohio permanently. We knew that once we got to a place we felt good, we were going to move back to, to you know Chicago. Chicago or someplace else. So but. we stayed in Ohio for a year and a half um, with your dad. And then we, we moved back to Chicago officially in february of 14. okay move number three move number three so back to chicago it was a very short time span like it was ohio chicago ohio chicago ohio chicago ohio yeah yeah so that that all was a very short that was all over the course of three years yeah yeah okay um so we did that that snip snap snip snap move (laughs) and then this is our biggest argument when our friends are like, you guys move all the time. <laughs> we were in Chicago for how many years? Let's see, 2014, 15. She's, uh, she's counting on her I'm fingers. Counting my fingers. Seven. We were in Chicago for seven years. Seven straight years, folks. And that's not counting the first year. So in total, we lived in Chicago eight years, but we lived in Chicago for seven consecutive years. And six of which were all spent in the same apartment. So when people say <laughs> you guys move a lot, 
sure you can say that but at the same time we stayed in one spot for for se- six years and then one apartment for another year yeah in chicago in chicago that was literally down the street so okay mm, um <laughs> so then we had a great idea let's move to new york city at the start of the pandemic so we did that uh-huh and that's move what four yep move four and then um that didn't turn out very well at all no that was not fun and so we decided that it was based on a lot of things the pandemic um missing friends wanting to get closer to family the fact that courtney is pregnant all these things combined we decided to move once again back to chicago we can't get away from this city right there's a there's a theme (laughs) Um, so yeah, that's where we are right now. Yeah. And that's where we're going to be for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, but again, obviously, given our track record, you know, who knows? Things could change. We have a two-year lease, but you never know. (laughs) Uh, so, um, that's kind of our nomadic lifestyle as far as moving goes. So yes, we do. I guess looking on paper, it looks kind of crazy. Um, and I understand that a lot of people, they stay in the same town their whole life, or if they move to a different place, it's, you know, for a huge chunk. I mean, like, growing up, I lived in the same house until from the time I was born until the time I left to college. Yeah. So. We, we are, our family moved around a couple, uh, couple times, I think, but all in the same town. Okay. Um, so, yeah, while we're doing all this craziness of moving around and all that, we also had a lot going on. So, as we talked about, we started the company back in 2012. Uh, we've spent a lot of time growing it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from the early days, as you said, working at a pizza shop. And then, you know, at night we were working at the pizza shop. By day we were working on Sourfish. All that was going on. As we grew over the years, we started hiring people as well. Um, learning how to make things just work. We had never, you know, had our own business before. Um, so it was all new to us. Yeah. Uh, we talk, we've had a podcast in the last season all about starting a business, which I think we'll probably do another one this year um, yeah. or this season Expand just because it's, on it. yeah, I think it's a great topic. And we love hearing when people have, you know, an idea and want to turn it into a business. We love sharing how we started. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, these are all the things that throughout our moves and relocating and set, trying to settle down, we're doing all of this. Yeah, um, I remember like our first, or I guess technically our second Chicago apartment, the one we stayed in for six years. Um, we start, we worked out of the living room and the kitchen. Um, but that's the apartment we lived in when we got our first office space. Yeah. And so that was very exciting. The that was cool. was like 100 square feet. I'll never forget that office and the feeling yeah. like at my first, like, I remember when we moved into first it, but then, day. like, I remember, like, the first day of actually, like, waking up and I going to, go to work. Yeah, going <laughs> to the office. Um, it was cool. Yeah, it was really just, I don't know, it's, it's a fun part of entrepreneurship. Yeah, and... Um, We've also moved offices a lot. I didn't even think about that when I was writing these notes. Yeah. Had a lot of offices. Well, we had the, we had the uh, shared one. We did, like, a co-working space at first. Then we decided we wanted to do like our own office space and that was cool because it was very spacious but for a small company I just didn't think it was worth it to have to like handle the upkeep of daily office life while there's literally companies out there that can do it for you yep and so after a year in that space which that space was horrific like in the winter 
it was a hundred degrees in that office. It was so hot to the point where you would dress for the winter to walk to work, bring a change of clothes of like gym shorts and a t-shirt, change at work, and then change back into your winter clothes to walk home. And then it was the complete opposite in the summer. I remember in the winter, there was like a day where it was negative 15 degrees outside and we had the windows open. Yeah. And, and it, it didn't help. Ha- yeah, it didn't help. <laughs> it wasn't pulling the cold air in. But yeah, and then we went from there, we went back to a shared office space and stayed at that space for several years and then didn't leave that space until um, March 2020. Yeah, that was. We that, moved out March 12th, 2020. We stayed at that space for a while. Yeah. And then obviously in New York got a space mm-hmm. and then now we're back in chicago and we don't have an office space yet we're working from home yeah um and it's been it's been nice but zoe has a space in new york yeah still, so so that's kind of we've done a lot in between all those moves obviously life goes on um and i think we've done a fairly good job of like balancing it and not really missing a beat mm-hmm. you know we haven't really ever had that time where we do a big move to a different city and then have a bunch of downtime. It's kind of, we, we move in and we hit the ground running. Yeah. That's kind of always our goal. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so on top of all the moving and settling in, getting things going, um, not missing a beat and growing the company, we also travel a lot for work, obviously. Mm -hmm. So again, in the, in the lens of 2019, as an example, Talk a little bit about what a typical like work travel season looks like for us. Yeah, so I think fall, let's use fall 2019. Um, fall 2019 was very busy. We had like, what, 22 events? Something around there, 2022. And um, so we had like double events like every weekend. And it was just very busy. We were traveling um, either Wednesday through Saturday or Thursday through Saturday each week mostly thursday through saturday i think uh yeah because we'd leave like for the midwest events we'd leave, leave thursday morning yeah. early and like go get to site thursday morning set up all day yeah set like up a all long day, day um but yeah i mean that kind of really started we started that that season i guess would started off or kicked off in august when we went to wisconsin yeah and we went to wisconsin to meet with race day events and kind of train them on what like how we do things as far as how we mark a course and how we use our check-in apps and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, we, we traveled August through mid-November yeah. of 2019. And that was just like nonstop. So like to give an example or not give an example, but like paint the picture. Starting the first week of September when we have our first event, which is always Gordy's Pumpkin Run Lansing, we would leave on wednesday i believe that week because it's a it's our first event it's our first event, so we want extra time there to make yeah. sure we're training people correctly so what we would do is we would go there be there until saturday afternoon drive back luckily lansing is only about four hours from chicago so yeah. get back late afternoon early evening um and then you know, get up Sunday, and we've talked about this on other podcasts, but we're working pretty much seven days a week during the fall. Yeah. So Sunday, get work done. Um, usually go out to dinner Sunday because it's kind of our like, if there was an off day, it's kind of it. Yeah, it's yeah. a semi off day. Um, but then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, depending on where we're going, um, working, and then Wednesday or Thursday that week, 
hit the road, do it all again, and then just do that all For September, 10 October. To 11 weeks straight. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it gets, that's another thing where people, you know, friends look at us and say, like, it's crazy, you're on the road all the time, which yeah. it's true, we are it on the road, true. like, half of the week for you know yeah. two and a half months straight but we're here <laughs> yeah and we have a, we have a lot of fun um you know go, doing events is fun it's a blast that's yeah. why that's why you know we we're super bummed last year with all the covid stuff and having to cancel because beyond it being a huge pain in the butt and we're used to being on the go so it was yeah. weird to not be on the go right um and it, i don't know it just it's it's a blast yep i miss it um, so on top of all that, once we get back from traveling for a whole season, two and a half months straight, you would think that we would come back, collapse onto our couch, and just veg out for, you know, until spring hits, right? I, yeah, and I, I used to have, like, a, I used to do this back when we were smaller, meaning, and by smaller, I mean not company size, I mean, um, like, participant size, where we didn't have as many people participating in our events and we just had like a smaller season overall the monday after event season i would take off and i called it my netflix day and it was the first day i have off since august so i would just be like no call no email do not talk to me i'm vegging out on the couch for a day and then i'll be back at it tomorrow i don't get to do that anymore um which is fine (laughs) we we make up for it in other ways now but that was always something I looked forward to, just to like veg out. Was like you, like you said, like you collapse on the couch after a season. <laughs> but now, um, stuff needs done on Monday. <laughs> yeah. So. so we don't have that, and also we decide that we haven't been nomadic enough. So we usually, for the past few years, Go right after <laughs> yeah, we right after the event season is over, we say, hey, let's hit the road again. So we usually hit the road and go out west typically is that yeah and by hit the road we hit the friendly skies yeah and we fly to arizona yep so right when you think we haven't traveled enough we decide to hop a flight and go travel some more and that's what we do and but then, like if we're gonna veg out and relax i want to do it where it's warm and poolside yeah so that's <laughs> something that as our season goes on in the fall events get colder and colder so usually the the last few events you're working outside obviously all the time um there's times where your hands are so cold that you can't open metals yeah things like that so we get done with our event season and we find some place that's warm and sunny which happens to be arizona in mid-november and then we for this year (laughs) then we get back and we go home for thanksgiving and then we go home a couple weeks later for for christmas and then, the travel never stops. And then it's then it's January, and by this point, we have already begun working on the following year's event schedule and getting everything in line. Um, and so usually once that is kind of like solidified and in line and ready to go, um, we take another trip. And we usually like to, you know, the past few years we've gone to Thailand. Yeah. It started with us doing our honeymoon over there, and then it kind of just carried over because we love it so much. And that is the last big trip we took because yep. we got off the plane on March 11th, 2020. Yeah, we, were, we got kind of lucky because right before COVID really blew up here, um, 
we were we got back on March 11th, 2020, and I think it was like what two or three days. I you could probably look it up, but a few yeah. days later, O'Hare was a nightmare. Yeah, I oh I remember that because like we breezed through security, there was nobody there. Like breezed through customs, like it was great. But then like a few days later, it was not great. Um, that's crazy. If like obviously like if you're listening to this, you hear like we travel a lot, we go a lot of places. We like to. It's a passion. It's like what we like to do. I cannot believe, and I keep thinking about this, that if you would have told me when I when we landed at O'Hare uh, in March, like 2020, that that would be my last international trip or my last big like vacation in probably a minimum of two years, I'm thinking, because or and that next time I leave the country, I would have a child, I would call you crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are in that boat where, yeah. regardless if it was like international or if they were just went, you know, went out anywhere. Like, yeah, anywhere. That that'd be the last time they flew for a while or whatever. They bananas. Yeah. Um, keeping on, you know, <laughs> keeping on traveling. Um, talk about site visits. Explain to people what site visits are when we do them. Yeah. So site visits are usually done throughout the winter. Um, we have to use our imagination and you know, kind of envision what the farm looks like in the height of its season. But so, just to jump in, a site visit is when we're going to look at potential farms that want to host the race. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so um, we do site visits in the winter. We'll meet with farms who want to potentially host the race that fall, and just really go to make sure that we have enough space for the run, for parking, for all the activities, everything. Um, my last site visit was supposed to be the week after we moved to New York and then everything went crazy and I never got to do that site visit we never got to host that event and one day we will but just on hold for right now and one day I'll get to do that site visit and it'll be like two years later but yeah site visits (laughs) are a blast because we're usually going to new areas that we've had you know people will email us and say hey like bring bring the race here so we kind of we pay attention so if you guys if we don't have a race in your area and you think there's you know demand shoot us a message because that's how how we find them yeah but they're fun because you get there and you meet with all these awesome farm owners and just you know talk it up talk it through every farm is unique so it's really cool to see like what they have going on and you know, some sometimes the trips don't pan out and you don't leave. You don't end up using the farm. Yeah, but, but when you do find that one and you know it's like, you know, you're going to have a good relationship with them, that the farm's going to be a perfect fit for an event, you go home, like, so excited. Like, yeah, it's it's something. And like and it's cool because, like, then you get to meet with these farms and they are recommending stuff to do in their towns and, like, where to go and, like, what to, what to eat, what to drink. Yeah. And, like, that's... If you know us, we like food and drink, so <laughs> that's always a good time. And yeah. it's like cool because you get to visit these small towns that you probably would have never visited um, had you not got gotten to go do a site visit. So love that. Love that I have a, I have a site visit scheduled for early September. You do. Can't won't, won't say where, but nope. I'm very excited. Um, it's just exciting overall to talk about site visits because that means events are coming back and we're looking towards the future. And hopefully all the, you know, the past 13, 14 months is finally behind us Mm -hmm. and uh, we can move, move forward. So we're excited um, and we'll keep traveling to uh, to new sites. Yeah. (laughs) So 
are we nomadic? Like a little bit, but not... I mean, we have a home base. Yeah. Like, I know there's people out there, like you said, who literally live in Airbnbs and go from one to the, one to the next. And I think that's really cool and pretty awesome that they do that. But we do have a home base and we do like coming home here. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, it's definitely... Definitely, like, it makes home base more enjoyable for us. Like, when we do know we have, like, a week and a half or two weeks at home, we yeah. really cherish it. We get to go to the grocery store and not worry about wasting food. Right. Um, we get to just relax and veg out a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so I think, you know, it just makes us appreciate home base a little more. Yeah, and I think we're just, like, used to this, like, lifestyle that... I wouldn't call it nomadic because I never think about it unless somebody brings it up. Yeah. We just, we hit the road a lot, but we come back. <laughs> um, how excited are you for this year to be traveling again? Oh, I'm, I'm so pumped for this year. Um, it's, you know, I feel really confident, first of all, that we're going to actually be able to host all, you know, most if not all these events as well um i was actually just keep just like looking up so yeah that's good i was booking you know hotels and even some you know travel details for some of our uh, september events this week and i was just like it was exciting to put those details like what day we're leaving what hotel we're staying at blah 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 putting all those into our um base camp is what we use it's a like it's a planning software yeah planning software project management yeah, um, just put, entering all that in this week, getting ready for Gordy's this fall. It's just it's fun to like think that it's actually going to happen because last year I was I think I was naive and I was very optimistic the whole year that things were going to yeah. happen. Yeah, and then, you, you know, come <laughs> come June. June, it was like it's not going to happen. Um, whereas now I I just I have that It's f- going to happen. It's going to happen. And so now I'm actually when I'm actually planning events, I don't feel like I did last year where there was like a voice in the back of my head. So short answer, I'm very excited for events, although it's going to be very different this fall because obviously our personal lives, we're going to have a baby at home Yeah. and you will not be traveling. I won't be there. That's weird. Yeah. So what's, you know, obviously you can't travel, but what are you going to miss the events i guess like what's yeah. it what's it going to feel like <laughs> on you know september on a warm september day when you know where like you see pictures of people yeah, running through the orchard yeah i'm going to be super jealous but it'll be okay yeah i'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> i keep i do keep thinking i'm like all right well maybe you know like the chicago event at the beginning of october it's only an hour away so while I can't go, I won't be able to go and like participate in setup and all of that. I mean, there's a pretty good chance like me and baby show up on race morning and just hang out. Yeah. So we'll and see. I, I'm we'll sure see. by late October when I'm sending you pictures of, oh my gosh, it's been raining cats and dogs. Yeah, I'll be happy to be inside. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, I guess that kind of covers our nomadic lifestyle. Yeah. I hope 
someone enjoyed this episode. It's yeah. a, a weird one. It's it was kind of fun one. to talk about and put things in perspective for us. Yeah. People probably think it's like weird how we live. So this is good. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for another edition of The Fish Fry. We will see you all next Friday. Cheers. Cheers.